0: Actually, you're welcome to another episode of Talks About You Mr. the Boy in and the Beauty. And today I have one of the best music executive you can meet in London, in person of Miss Lord London. It's a pleasure to have you here.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank yeah, you for having me.
0: The pleasure is mine. So I like to talk about everything basically here yeah, on this podcast, just live. How you got to where you have music executive? You know, Afrobeat is big. Where we come from, as young black people. I think that's one of the best things we're proud of right now. So I'd just like to know about LEDs, family, how you got into music at Xena. Okay.
1: Yes, I agree with you. I feel like Afrobeats is one of the biggest exports yeah. of like the last decade and whatnot. Um, so how I got into music, I've always worked in music. Well, I've always been a mu- music kind of person. Because um, my dad is like, I think he's like choir master at church. DJ by night. So <laughs> you play something like you play like praise and worship during the day, then at night it's like, you know, give me the lights up, pass speed <laughs> again. It depends, depends on the time of day. <laughs> so the... you
0: basically listen to everything, everything growing up.
1: Everything, like I was heavily influenced by whatever he was playing. <laughs> um, so yeah, R and B, hip-hop, but then I feel like the Afrobeats thing really started when he came back from Lagos one day. And he came back with, you know, the paper, c- the CD, and like the paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where he got it from. The mix, the I love a market somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I just heard, I just heard, and it was um, the bunch. Um, I was like, Dad, what the hell is this? And I feel that's where like the Afro beats journey started for me. Yeah.
0: So when when did you know, like, okay, this music thing for me is the music business, not me singing?
1: Okay, to be honest with you, um, yeah, I've all, like I said, I've always been a mu- music type of person. However, um, <laughs> I did politics in university. I graduated and I, I worked in politics for a few years. And then in 2018 is like four years ago, that is when I decided that I'm actually going to like have a nine to five professionally in the music scene. So it took a long time because, you know, when you're growing up, you just think, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to do, you know, politics, English, maths, all the typical type of subjects. So that's what I was doing. But I did music in GCSE and then I just left it. Um, but yeah, I picked it back up uh, four years ago. And I decided to like that I wanted to work somewhere where I don't see many people that look like me doing it because everybody wants to be a rapper, right? Everybody wants to be the next Bernard, the next Wiz or whoever, the next David. And um, so, yeah, for me, I was like, you know what? I want to be a music executive. I know quite a lot, I can write. Um, so I want to understand a bit more about the business side because, you know. Oh, boys, kink? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, that's,
0: I that's, that's where the money is. Exactly,
1: I mean, the business. So how do
0: you feel being a money woman?
1: I mean, it's, I'm happy now that um, I'm, I've been able to understand a lot more about the industry and kind of shed some more light on the business side. Um, and I'm actually happy that there's so many people like me, um, like-minded on the continent and in the diaspora that are like, you know, doing this, a similar thing. So once I got started, I started working at PRS for Music, which is the Performing Rights Society in the UK. And, yeah, they collect um, uh, royalties for songwriters and um, producers. And, yeah, so that's kind of where I started as a music licensing executive there. So, yeah,
0: looking at you having a very rich background in the Afro, oh like you're freaking up from your dad and mm-hmm. you yourself... So what do you think separates you for as an as a music executive that has a very rich background on this type of
1: I mean, music? I mean, right now everyone is talking about Afrobeats to the world. It's like the biggest hashtag. Yes, from the see. biggest exploit right now. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because <laughs> people are making a lot of money, man. Exactly. I mean everybody I think, wants to go where the money is.
1: Yeah, I mean, right now there's a lot, there's a huge like um session of mon- um, monetization going on. There's just money being thrown at Afrobeats. But to be honest with you, there's only ever going to be few people or few entities that understand the culture and that's what I'm lucky to have I'm lucky to have you know the culture from the day like if I go back on my videos from my first birthday I can hear King Sonia Day being played in the background so it's it's a culture that I grew up with and that way I kind of have a deeper understanding and then because I'm passionate about it I'm actually you know looking at ways to better the um, whole ecosystem rather than just one artist or one person or profit. Um, profit is important, though. Yeah, because yeah, Because, yeah. like I said... I
0: feel money is important, important. but then we should not value ourselves <laughs> exactly. with money.
1: We have to... And for you to be able to get the most out of an investment or transaction, even music, because I see music as a product, by the way. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to understand your value. And to understand your value is to understand the culture, where you're coming from. So I feel like that's kind of one thing that I kind of have over um, somebody else. But one other thing is that I'm a very inquisitive person. I don't stop at, oh, I don't know. I'm always like, I don't know. Why don't I know this? Let me find out because I need to know and that's what got me into the licensing and royalty end of you know the music thing
0: so okay now knowing what you know like about Afrobeat and having mm-hmm. a good knowledge about the music business how do you think it's better for us to create network and bridges for mm-hmm. Afro Hip Hop like um, Afrobeat coming up
1: I mean, I mean, having conversations, even like um, platforms like this as well, I think is very important. We take this, these things for granted because we see so much of it on social media that we don't understand that there's still we're just that you know they like to call Nigeria and then the likes of um, countries in Africa emerging markets. Afrobeats is still on the like an emerging market. We have not even begun to um, you know like take out the value from it. Um, so. The best way to do that, the best way as an artist, if you're coming up, is to just be out there, to take advantage of um, platforms like this, um, build a team, don't go and call, um, some um, David O's lawyer or David O's manager that wants you want you want him to make you blow. There's people around you. There's young um, entertainment lawyers. There's young entertainment execs. There's young ANRs that are looking that are hungry and that have a vision. There's young videographers. Don't go and look for Dammy because you get like, like <laughs> yeah yeah really, yeah like, because there's people around. They you have that, crashed this office. And, like, we've yeah, not really gone. Deep. Yes, and we need to build an. I keep saying an ecosystem because that's the only way we eat consistently you know like that's how you build um an ecosystem so yeah i think one of the things like, if you're coming up and you're young and you're in the afrobeat scene get yourself a team um and you know try like try your best to to make sure you're finding people that actually fit the the p don't go and employ your friend and your friend is not interested like like yeah. We have your, to be using using our Your upgrades. goals have to be in alliance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's a good point. Align align with each other, find people that you, you fit with and walk together. And very soon you'll be running and then next minute you're catching a jet and a flight. And it's like, ooh, when did that happen? You yeah.
0: Know? <laughs> yeah. So, good. so what side of this do you think artists are now aware of building this ecosystem and actually networking and
1: Yeah. This? Um I think the consistency is really important. It doesn't matter. Uh, what the it um, doesn't really matter what the, I guess, the hold-up is. There's a lot of... There's a strength that you will have versus another artist. And I think from working with artists, a lot of them have, bo- have gotten bogged down because they're looking at, ah, this artist has that, ah, this artist has this. But what do you have? There's something that you have that they don't have. So, you know, use your strength to now be able to, like, acquire all the other things, want. all the other things, all the other things, and then you'll definitely definitely make like get there but you have to be consistent you ju- like it's just consistency and all this idea of oh um i'm not a social media person then you're not ready to be an artist not in 2022 and i don't mean you have to be an instagram artist you don't have to be... you can be a tiktok artist you can be a soundcloud person you can be there's so many new apps and social media type there's beams where it's just voice only there's any you can be you can build your artistry on twitter you just
0: you just after Present,
1: choose your avenue, but just choose one and be consistent and stop making excuses about I'm you know, I'm antisocial Then, you know, bye bye to your music career in 2022,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? So, I mean, that's interesting, that's very calm. Like, how many artists do you work with? Like,
1: um, now about I don't know, like six or seven, quite a few. <laughs> oh, name this, you, might, you might <laughs> I mean, I don't want to name drop, but yeah, um, under Lord, we've definitely the the most notable artist we've worked with has been um, Bella Schmerger um, on his um, last project. And yeah, that was really dope. Um, I think we even saw him as the first and only African listed um, on the YouTube foundries list, which was really, really dope. So shout out to the PR team. Gracie May for all that work. I mean, they're just dope. Right. Shout, um, shout out to you Yeah, shout out to Lord Shout out to, to <laughs> brother, right. Yeah. Um, but then one of the things I've also done as like a, an exec in on the royalty side is put music into like film and TV. And one of the things that I felt like I was really proud of um, was putting WizKids, um and Sam Clef's song into uh, Michaela Cole's. I May Destroy It, which is like a series that went on, like, HBO, Netflix, and that went really well. And I really want to encourage more artists, especially the ones that may not be popular, they may not be on the top 10 charts or whatever, on the top 100 on the Spotify playlist, to start looking at other ways to make money. And that's putting your music into, like, games, into film, into TV. Just be
0: just be serious about your music business. I yeah. said being serious about yeah. your music, yeah. basically.
1: Exactly, and I think... That's one of the things that people are like, oh, you know, when they see the likes of David O and their um Bobo, his um lawyer shining, is because those business deals are being made um to prop the artist up as well. It's not it's not just about the music, it's the music is a product and everything else that you build around it in terms of the brand follows as well.
0: Okay. You so now you know in the music business so well, like I like and you've been part of the culture and everything you offer. So how do you think is best for a music artist that's growing up back home in Nigeria mm-hmm. trying to cross across borders with the music. How do you think it's best for them to sell their, pro- their music?
1: I mean, I feel like loads of artists are trying to, like, cross the this so-called border. For, as for me, if you're an artist, wherever you are, if you're in, I don't know, Festac or you're in Farringdon in London, like, honestly, you have to know your market, meaning that if you have a 500 monthly listeners on Spotify, where are they based? What did they eat? What did they drink? Whose Instagram page other than yours do they sit on? Do you get what I'm trying to say? So essentially, you align your music, which is a product, with other products that they like to be around. So if, they know, if you know that your, um, your core audience is a 25-year-old and she likes to watch Big Brother and, um, I don't know, she goes to Uniben and, you know, like, then why aren't you doing a show in Uniben? Because that's where the majority of the babes that, that, that listen to you are. So basically, are,
0: you, have to, you follow, need to know your demographic and represent
1: that's it, it. That is it. You have to know your demographic. And then what you can start to do is you can take someone that doesn't know you that just discovered you all the way um, along this fan journey, and then they become like a super fan where they start to advocate. Oh, have you heard about this guy? He's popping. Have you heard about that guy? He's popping. That's you know that's the adv- advocacy, and then they become a super fan, and then it doesn't even matter. You know, you have some artists they sell their bath water, and people buy it. <laughs> so you want to get you want to get from someone that doesn't know you to so they know about you to so they advocate to so they're like you can sell them water. You can sell them air in a bag and the art, the fans will, will eat it up and then you're like you're you're clear. And then it doesn't matter. A lot of artists they you've noticed that they've diversified. Rihanna is a billionaire and it's from Fenty Beauty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see? She, she so became, she
0: became a business woman, not the yes. music.
1: Well well actually the point is that you have to be to be successful in music, you have to always think about the business. And if you're not thinking about the business, you have to have someone in your team that is thinking always. About the yeah, I mean
0: you as you as good as as you think. That's one thing I am sure about. Like, I think I've had the same team, like group of people that work together for like five years now, like my guys. Yeah. So you as important as every
1: thing. single person is a chess player, and they're all important in in, in the game. So yeah.
0: Okay. So now, leaving the music and how you've helped everybody, I'd like to come a bit back to you. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. So being, I mean, being a black woman in this space, how do you how do you keep it all together? Like. <laughs> I mean, it can be a that's lot.
1: A, that's a very tricky question. Yeah, I mean, it can <laughs> be a lot of times. Man. Being, a, Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Uh, it's a lot. You have to, I mean, you definitely have to be professional, but everybody has to be professional, right? Yeah. Um, it's hard. I can't, I'm going to be just real with you. It's very difficult because people are not easy. Yeah, yeah. We hard <laughs> I mean, easy. at the end of the day, I don't like to, don't like to pick on easy. people. I
0: feel like we're all difficult to deal with. Yes. One way or the other. No matter how open you we are. are, yeah. yeah we no we matter how good deep, you are, there's yeah. always, there's always, There's always a K-Len. yeah so <laughs> yeah. we like, we how difficult to deal with like I didn't absolutely.
1: Have to... um, but yeah, I mean, you have to be confident and you have to not like second guess yourself. So that's one of the things that have been really good for me. I'm very confident about what I know, and then even in what I don't know, I'm always like, yo, I don't know. Tell me more. I want to know that I'm interested. Um, yeah, very very confident. Um, you have to understand that it's not just the the. the Black women in the industry is not just a music um, isolated music um, business situation. It's in all industries. So because I'm someone that is trying and is um, succeeding, that also helps me be a bit more, I guess, confident um, and aware of myself. I think whether you're a black woman or a black man in the industry, you just have to be more self-aware. If you're walking into a room and you want them to take you seriously, then, you know, get there on time, talk business and sometimes leave when it's time to leave like you know there's there's just certain things that that I would do and yeah I mean that's it I just keep it quite serious like that's what I would say I mean it's I, but it is hard and I do I do wish more men would be um allies and to be an ally is not just a it's not by mouth or it's it's by action so if you have an opportunity you call me hello I'm here like I'm here today and if you if you have an opportunity that has money on top, as in, speed down me. <laughs> That's just the truth. I think, uh, it, yeah, like literally. Um, and, yeah, the same way you would call your boy. I have a few friends that, that have been really great advocates to me. They've helped me double my salary, double my yearly income, and a lot of them are men who have been allies and said, yo, I thought of you for this opportunity are you down? Can you come? Can you do this? Can you do that? And that's it. We need... To, the women are doing their job. I think, I think the men in the industry have to be better allies.
0: OK, so just to make it easy for you guys.
1: Make it better for us it's never easier okay 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 better i think
0: better yeah i mean i think yeah yeah. just to make it better but you guys are holding your own down like that's we see you we see you you. we see see everything you guys do we try we see you yeah you guys are trying so i mean what you do now is becoming so popular back home like Mm -hmm. back home i don't know do you still connect to nigeria like
1: of course, I mean... When last, was the last
0: time you were in Lagos? I was in
1: Lagos in June. I went there literally for six days and I literally just went to Universal, Maven. Um, I went to see the Chalk City guys. I have literally was just out. I think the first time I was there in June was the first time Ira Starr performed on stage in Lagos and I was there like, who the... What the, who the hell it is yeah like, I man she's, yeah, she's, she's young and, and, she's young I, and I mean, dangerous I mean dangerous get in there 19 and dangerous yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah like um, yeah absolutely like I know that like they've. I don't know if you've seen today they've announced the Hedy's nominations yeah so no, no, no I'm not saying that over. I mean I've been I've been you know like I connected with a lot of execs as well I'm very close to quite a few execs in um a lot of the indie labels in in Nigeria Um, I have even I even have musicians that I speak with and connect with in Abuja because there's like a whole rap um, old taste scene going on there yeah I mean Um, that's where
0: you know that's where Buju came from I think I've been following Buju for a while Buju was in Abuja before he even blew up, up in, for like a while. Exactly. Like on the ground, like just in the studio. like. Yeah, exactly. Literally, and Buju is big now. Like exactly. Literally big.
1: The, the, the last time I was in Lagos in Nigeria before I went to um, um, Lagos in June, I was literally in Abuja and there was an artist that I'd been looking for, like when, you know, when I'm going to see him. And I went to the studio, it was like 11 o'clock at night, and the guy had been there like. For Ten hours straight. I was like, "This is where I'll find." You. He was like, "This is where you'll find me." So there's like talent is is raw and people are hungry. Like
0: underground, yeah. Like, yeah the underground food. talent is yeah, yeah. crazy.
1: But uh, if you're asking home. me if I'm connected to people back home, absolutely. I sit in chats with them. We sit on Twitter Spaces. Last night there was a, a huge Twitter Space on um, Nigerian rappers. Um, um, Benson. He was me and Nixen. He was on it. Yeah, um, I mean, ben, Benson is it. just. It's just <laughs> Everyone it's just feeling. It, yeah, it's yeah, like, just,
0: just different vibe yeah. right now. Like, exactly. I so there was
1: there was like loads of people on it, and all majority of the people that are connected there are. In Nigeria, like or they're or they're repping Nigeria, or they're Nigerian artists based in the UK, based in Chicago, New York, wherever. Um, Yeah, and I connect with pretty much connect to these kind of people every day, and that's why I keep saying like, can't be an artist and say you're not on any social media. It's a lie. Yeah, yeah. One, one of the one of those things is, a, is a like you're either not an artist.
0: Yeah, I a serious artist.
1: Which, which one is there's something wrong there? Okay,
0: okay, okay. I mean, this question is like, like very like very. Uh, I like to like honestly give you time to just talk about. It. I think there are a lot of young women back home that want to go into the music business too mm-hmm. but they just need a starting point like they just need somebody to point them in the, start, in the direction okay. so for anybody that will come across this body of work where where do you think it should start from like if they're serious about okay. going into the if music business if you're very
1: business. very serious yes. as a woman yes MBA Academy so it's the um, Godwin Tom he's the manager for um, SDC Show Them Camp he has what we call the Music Business Academy he launched it a few years ago and it's got support from um, the UK government it's got support from so many like music entities is it,
0: is it, is it here in the UK or back home in, in
1: Nigeria that's yeah. why I'm mentioning it for the babes that are based home it's yeah, called yeah. the MBA, and there's another academy if you're serious about for example production or producing is the Sars Academy that's, yeah yeah that's, yeah that's, that's I know about the the yeah both of them are open running back to back I know the people that are um, the lawyers and the entertainment um, execs that are behind it and they're doing a fantastic job. So they can give you a push. Absolutely, but more so, you said women, right? And the reason why I mentioned um, Godwin Tom's MBA is because he focuses on women. He has a group chat for any woman that wants to be an exec um, and that is serious about it. He, you know, he gives you discounts, you know, because we have to spend our money in more important, you know, things. (laughs) I'm kidding, kidding. Look, look, look. look Look, it's not yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah. have to look cute, so you know uh, yeah, yeah. he understands that we have it, plenty. Uh, yeah, yeah. you know, it's a serious walk; like, it's care? a way of life. So, I get it. So we have to look fly, and we still have to educate ourselves. So he gives women a discount if you're a music exec and you're interested in um, being in the music industry. So that's the MBA Academy. Go check it out,
0: All right, guys? We heard you ready first from here? Go check mm-hmm. it out. MBA mm-hmm. Academy. Like, mm-hmm. It's going to give you the push you need. So definitely. So, you know, like you hear. Uh, I mean, everything is good. Like, so where do you say? Like, where do you think you want to take your own journey to? Like,
1: Um, right now, I I have a goal for the like when I open my my monthly income by December. I know where I want it to be. I
0: mean, I mean, like, I mean, I don't money is important. I don't money is important. Like, <laughs>
1: no, but that's what I'm I'm trying to explain to you that that's like for me. Because I'm very, like, my head is always on 100, yeah. I like to simplify things, to make make the way straight and clear. So I have a money goal, you know, you have a, um, a career goal, you have a body goal, yeah, I <laughs> you mean, have a that's, flex goal, I have important. a flex now, you know, so there's, there's yeah, so for me right now, I'm, yeah, I'm really just interested in pushing my business to the next level. Um, I really want this year Lord to have partnered with at least... companies that are within the same space Um, and yeah I really just want to work on at least three more artists this year who eventually will be like breakout artists it's great to work with people that are doing really well um, and that are already on the come up but i really want to work with somebody or some or some artists group of people yes yeah that are that are and specifically in the nigeria region (laughs) um yeah that are that are really trying to break out um not just in the uk industry but just break out into the world industry because one of the things that i've noticed about the artists that are doing really well is that the music is traveling no visa is not for uk Our or music just, travel no, no visa, visa. Oh, it's just there okay do you get so uh, yeah, that's yeah. what i want to be able to you don't do. need
0: a visa before your music yeah travel, the music
1: like. has to just be so good everywhere yeah so yeah. that's kind of where i'm at now oh. i really want to do that so
0: upcoming artists are listening to this how could they reach oh, you? how, you know how, how best been... how best can they just reach out to the management or something
1: um yeah so you can hit me up on instagram um, so L E L E underscore Erin Lair, E R I N L E. Or you can hit me up on LinkedIn, you can hit me up on Twitter, Twitter, you can get me on Twitter, same thing, L Erin Lair. And yeah, you can email me too, uh, L Erin at LordLondon.com. Right. <laughs> so yeah. So, so you, Can you put this in the like I don't know? Yeah, how yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. You're going to get this. It's going to be easy for anybody. Like when you just listen to this podcast, or you watch a YouTube video, or something you'll be able to connect with her. I think she's doing an amazing job. So now, I mean, we're rounding up. I like to just talk to you on a personal basis. So the job what and everything. How do you how do you keep it together? Like the job. Do you have to delay and gratify something? Love life yes, okay. and everything. How do you manage, wow, love you know? life. I mean, yeah, yeah. Is it your business? No, it's not my business, but I mean is it? <laughs> no, possible? I'm yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, is it just possible for you to have this job, this okay, kind of so, job? And no, I have, can't lie to
1: you. It is quite as, crazy. After here, I'm, yeah. I'm heading to the studio till maybe five AM. So do so you so, keep you know, I know I know. you just this have type to have of understanding things. family. You, know, keep it up you have to have understanding family, you have to have an understanding partner. But most most importantly, you have to have time for yourself. If you don't have time for yourself you're not gonna feel good you're not gonna look good you know um but one of the things that i did do is i took a step in december like to start working more for myself and any contract jobs that i do now is like as like like i work for an american company right now i'm allowed to be wherever i want so i've had to like you know get gain more freedom and take roles on that are more you know giving me more freedom to work on my business yeah, and things yeah. like that. So I that's mean, kind of what I've
0: had to do. So that way you've been able to manage love, yes. family, everything yes. together. I mean, that's good. Cool. That's interesting. I think you have a very interesting journey, and I wish you all the best with that. Like, it's so amazing talking to you. Like,
1: thank you for having I
0: had, me. I I no, I had fun. Thank you for coming on here. And um, I'm riding this up again. Like, I hope you guys are able to learn again on this episode. This was beautiful talking to. Her. See you guys on the next one.